0: Okay, Google, play Tokyo Drip by the Teriyaki. Well, let's make sure it's good.
1: All right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, Google. No, 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 no. <laughs> let's make sure the volume is good. Is it
2: working? Playing on Spotify. All right, are we? I don't know what we're doing anymore. Mm-hmm. This is happening right now. We're starting. We
0: just launched.
1: <laughs>
3: uh, Okay, Google,
1: turn off. Okay, Google. Stop.
0: (laughs) Perfect. Dead on every time. What's
1: What's up, guys? We're back here. Con Columbus, episode number two. Happy Friday, guys.
3: We're back. Happy Friday. Yeah, we are. Boys
1: are back. We got the whole crew again in the second floor kitchen of Antioch. I'm Matt. I'm Alex. I'm Paul. I'm Toph.
0: And I'm Blake.
1: And, uh, yeah, we're pumped about the response we got from the first episode. Uh, Being completely honest, a lot of us, most of us, all of us, probably thought that we were going to get maybe one or two listens, and other than that, maybe send it out to our mothers, and hopefully they would take a – you know, take a listen to it. But other than that, you know, I don't know. Were you guys surprised as much with the positive uh, response, or do you think it's just a product of everybody having nothing else to do? I would
2: imagine it's probably a combination of both.
0: I like to think that we were just that good. <laughs> no,
2: <laughs> with
0: no track record to show, everyone showed up, and I feel like we we did all right. So, but we got a big uh, we got
1: a big legacy to live up to this week. I can actually go in and check the, the statistics and see how many listens we got in the last one.
4: now yeah, but what we were saying before is those aren't going to be entirely accurate because we're a lot of friends listening in groups, so it's not going to be... Well, it's probably the fact that we all
2: listened to it. I didn't like listen to it.
4: Times. How many people here listen to I, it? I, three three I listened of us. to it. Three. Three of us.
2: like
0: half of it. Why did you listen to it four times? I
4: okay, no. but hear me,
1: <laughs> hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. We have 48 total plays so far. Right. Which okay. I mean even if you were to take 8 of those out, 10 of those out, 38 plays so far. Dude. Those those numbers those numbers right there. I'm They're proud of them. Wow. That is good. I on more? Spotify versus all games? of them are on Spotify. Uh, okay. Yeah, except for uh, a few people when it was first published on Anchor. Um Yeah, there were like 4 or 5 people that listened to it on Anchor, but 90% of it okay. is all from Spotify pretty much. Which makes sense. Uh, It may get posted to iTunes. I have to see the system still working to see if it can get it in there. It takes like a week possibly or two weeks, but um, we'll see. Hopefully we can get it out there. That would help too.
0: I really hope these mics don't catch me eating Chipotle. It'll be the
1: ASMR section. By the way, uh, the ASMR section for the last episode was me with a blender bottle with a protein shake in it. If any of you guessed that... uh, I know uh, there was one person that specifically requested more ASMR content. And so. we will
0: not be obliging no. your request. <laughs> why not? Why not? Because I'm not going to eat my Chipotle over a microphone. That's why. Yeah, it's because it's your microphone. Yeah, and I want to eat my Chipotle in peace.
1: We were supposed to start recording this maybe about 45 minutes ago. Oh, wow. uh, but then Blake had to go run out to do some errands. Get some and-
0: wine. Yeah, I was gonna go
1: get a bottle of wine, and um, and
0: basically I came across some this homeless dude who was like, "Hey, bro, you buy me some Chipotle?" And I was like, "Yeah, man." So I went and bought him some Chipotle. And I was just talking with him, and I was like, "Dude, Jesus saved, me, bro." He's like, "Yeah, man." And then he just starts giving me the lowdown on the streets, man. He is like, he told me, "Oh, we're having a podcast." I need water. Uh, Should have gotten water before the podcast. Well, and and, uh, and this old boy, though, he basically, he gave me the lowdown on the streets, so apparently you're not supposed to give any money to anyone with signs, because they're all working together. But, who knows? Either way, this old boy got Chipotle, and 45 minutes later, I'm back, and I'm not going to
1: do ASMR. And you didn't bring wine. And I didn't I did bring wine. <laughs> <laughs> I just got Chipotle, that's it. Uh, that being said, though, there are beverages floating around the table. Mm. I have Jameson uh black barrel here so jameson bun charred barrels so it's a little bit more like bourbon isaac what do you got
3: i got four roses single barrel so it's uh it's like 10 percent more than the regular four roses
1: nice paul
3: i've got myself some franciscan tea come on
5: wow i also had tea but it's gone now so
1: (laughs) alex was very uh very discouraged when he or paul called blake to see where he was and Blake said he was still a little ways away, and Alex said with his head down, well, I'm going to finish my tea before he gets back. <laughs> Blake, what yeah, do you got ready. there? Here in my hands, I have a Bell's Two-Hearted Ale.
0: It's an American IPA, and the thing is straight fire, dude. If you want a good beer, and you're interested in dipping into the market, this is a good place to start. Or, sponsored. or, yeah,
1: or Ham's Delight. Mm. <laughs> no. yeah. So, uh... One thing that Toph and I had an idea to kind of start out the podcast with today was doing a song review. So today, Florida Georgia Line came out with a new song. And so we're going to play it. Due to copyright, I think we're going to pause the recording so the full thing's not going to play so that this podcast doesn't get taken down. But uh, if you guys would like to listen along, you can go ahead and you can load up Florida Georgia Line's song, I Love My Country, and you can listen Mm. along with us. So... Blake, if you want to possibly hit the stop recording button there for a second.
2: (laughs) Oh, we're recording again. Yeah, we are. That's awkward.
1: Yeah. Wow. You're a pretty
2: good singer.
1: Boom. We're back. All right, we're back. All right, what stuck out to us? Lyrics, music.
0: Well, after doing some Florida Georgia Line, "Lexio um, I think my favorite line was uh, "Hanging out the window like a uh, blue tick." Um, I blue think tick that hound. really, yeah, blue tick hound that really stuck out to me
1: and really just resonated in my soul um, in a big way. Blake, for those of us because I actually had asked her in the song that don't know exactly what a blue tick hound is, can you go into that a little bit? Um, In its
0: most precise definition, it's a hunting dog.
3: Coon dog. (laughs) It's a coon dog.
0: (laughs) Yes. If you want to know what a blue tick is, it's a a coon dog. And rednecks around the world have these dogs, and they sleep on the front porch 99% of their life. And for 1%, they will hunt animals. No. (laughs) Okay. How about y'all? Anything stuck out?
3: I just liked... When he said that he likes pop and rap. That's no good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> mm, wow. wow. Tope, what stuck out to you?
4: Um, It was right after that. like driving too fast in a four-lane road, but they don't have those in the country. Nope, those so aren't are so available. This is a city boy trying to be country. <laughs>
3: it's it's yeah. called southern pop. That's what all new country is.
1: is it's a bro country.
3: Yeah, that'll work too.
1: Yeah. The other thing is, this band is clearly a not really, like,
5: having a singular state allegiance. They mention two different states in the song, as well as having two different states in their band name. Kentucky <laughs> <laughs> so and who? I, I can't get behind that. I'm extremely Can, yeah, frustrated Kentucky, by the whole situation, too, Paul. Alabama, Florida, and Georgia.
1: All of those mentioned in the same song. Well, and by the, those, those artists.
5: Alabama Shake, is what they say.
1: Contentious. Oh, yeah, Alabama okay. Shake, yeah. Which is a particular dance move. I think.
0: Oh, you, you know it? You have experience. Uh, no, I it? do not know the Alabama shake, but I do believe...
5: It's something you ain't ever seen, or at least it's done in a way you ain't ever seen. Wow.
0: Um, I'm kind of scared to know what an Alabama shake is.
1: So, uh, <laughs> out of out of five, what do you guys give this one? 2.1. Two, two and a half.
0: Um, I'm going to give it a
1: 4.5.
3: Low standards. <laughs> what would what would
1: like a 5 be in your book for a song, Isaac? Like oh, a 5 boy. country song. The Taliban song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <Playboy>. yeah, toe, <laughs> Yeah. For Are we talking just like, country we'll songs? Say country, country, like, let's, let's say a country song. Um,
4: the song, uh, one of the songs I really like uh, by Brandon Light, it's Preacher's Sp- Speakers and bleachers, I think it's not, those three. I don't know which order. Their, that's the name of the song. Not it's out here clear. by the lake. No, not by out by by la. La. I mean, that's that's decent. But that's like a three. And a
1: about half. 80 miles from Santa Fe. Yeah. eighty
0: miles Wait, Great.
4: Part. Great song.
0: About 80 miles.
1: Mm. Wait, what's your favorite song
0: recently? It's about like grandpa's never dying. Home team's never losing and something um. else. Y'all know that song? No. Maybe I'm mm. going crazy here. Okay, guys, I think the Alabama Shakes are a band. I don't think that's what they were referencing
1: in the song. but It says,
4: uh, Alabama Shake Like You Ain't Ever Seen. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't think it's a band.
4: Yeah, either. I don't think it's a band either. <laughs>
0: guys,
1: I think we should switch topics. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Perhaps. So we've been in the quarantine, as you can tell, because this is our second podcast recording. Uh, what else have you guys been up to? Uh, Me, myself, I've been, I usually get into these habits where I'll watch, like, one YouTuber for, like, a a week straight, like, an unhealthy amount. So it's been David Dobrik this week and just kind of diagnosing him and trying to do, like, a psychoanalysis through his vlogs. Mm. Uh, Like, all of his vlogs are roughly 4 minutes and 20 seconds, for whatever reason. They're always around that length, (laughs) possibly. Um, But, yeah, what about you guys?
3: Well, my corn's all at uh, stage V1, so all of them have one leaf. There we go. Yeah. Wow. Is that a legit term, V1? Oh, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Every time it grows a leaf, pretty much it, you add another V. Then when the corn gets to its reproductive stage, have, it's an R1. So What is, oh, okay. does V stand for something? Uh, vegetative, probably.
0: So voracious. Um, Velociraptor. Velociraptor 1. Yeah. So what is the price of corn today? 351 is it good or bad?
3: That's bad. What it takes about three fifty to produce corn, so you're making one cent per bushel right now.
0: Let's go. <laughs> hey, we're we're making money though. We're making money. Yeah. How many yeah. how many bushels we got?
3: If you have really, pretty like a really high average, is like two hundred bushels a acre. Yeah,
4: like, well, how much are we making
3: right now at the house? How many oh, fiftieth okay. <laughs> uh, of a bushel. No. Okay, All right. Uh, we're get, so we're like, getting there. You
0: gotta start somewhere. So, is like a bushel just like a big bin, or is it like a a like a, Bunch of them, rope together. How how would you describe a bushel?
3: Uh, a bushel is a, it's like these. It's it's like a sack. Um, there, there's a there's a standard value to it, but I don't know it. How many
4: blakes could fit in a bushel sack? Sorry, question. um, one and
3: a half blakes.
0: Okay. All right. Mm. One and a half blakes. I'm going to go ahead and say two and give myself the benefit of the doubt. That actually be reducing <laughs> yourself, though. Yeah. They'd It'd make be you lighter, smaller. make smaller. Yeah. I like oh. to think that I've lost a few pounds lately. Oh, okay. On for all way. my I'll viewers. My yeah, so is it is it a volumetric metr- like measurement? <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Because okay.
3: then you have, like, test weights. <laughs>
0: yeah. And, and, like, yeah. Okay. I said for all my viewers, but I only have, let's see, five viewers in my life these days, and it's just the boys in the house. Mm-hmm. So they just don't notice things like this. It's okay. What? Huh? The fact that you've lost weight.
1: I've been working out. You have been working out. for a week. Blake's yeah. been riding his bike a lot. For those of you that don't know, Blake comes from a family of, uh, I don't know, pedal enthusiasts. I think, if you will, supreme amateur cyclists. Peddlers. Yes, pedalers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> What's the farthest ride you've ever done? Me? Sixty miles. And I almost died. My quads <laughs> felt like. I mean, I couldn't stand, sit, lay. I couldn't do anything <laughs> without pain. There's a pre-workout brand, and it's called C4. C4. <laughs> and the entire race was sponsored by C4. Did they give out C4? Oh, they were giving oh, out C4. They were giving out C4 protein bars. And so I'm like just pounding C4 all day. And obviously, my body couldn't handle it. Oh um,
1: because what was, what was it the, was the was withdrawal like the next day when you didn't have all of that... Uh, all those substances, uh, the pre-workout, the creatine, the caffeine, adrenaline, the caffeine, the um, uh, taurine. Yeah, the taurine probably. I can't really describe it because I didn't wake up for three days. <laughs> 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 all right, that does not seem healthy at all. Excellent. Uh, mm. Wow. Alex, what have you been up to? Well, while we
2: were waiting for Blake to get back, I, uh, I started Googling a bunch of things. And I on Yahoo Answers, I, I looked up how many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll center of a Tootsie Pop. Turns out, it depends on the person. But, there's a discover section on Yahoo Answers, and the questions asked on here are amazing. Like, is the astronaut's spacesuit space armor enough to stop an alien claw attack?
3: Holy cow. I don't know. Maybe. Is it? Is it? I,
2: well not Is it? Let's see. What does it say? There's seven answers. Um, so, <laughs> from the experts, um, Elon Musk. It says it depends on which a- planet the aliens from. Sure. So that makes sense. Um, Is yeah, it based on the element of the planet, water, fire. I don't, I don't know, Wayne. but there's, there's other really great ones on here too. Like, oh. wait, did that uh, one take into account
1: like manicure and pedicure or like nail biting? I assume it's like talking
2: about like it's got some like pretty sharp nails. When, um, when
0: we're talking licks to the center of a tootsie pop, are we talking velocity or like width of tongue? Like, what's I the prime I factor? I don't think it was that
3: scientific of it. Well, uh, kind of salivation and
1: like the area surface of the area of tongue. tongue.
3: Yeah. Mm.
2: yeah, but another great one is <laughs> if you drop a hammer on a mouse from the Empire State Building, we know where does this that' going. Galileo exists. Like the person. <laughs> <laughs> I, and the answer. Well, the answer? <laughs> These are all in the science section. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, please, please what are uh, the
1: answers? it
2: says Um That proves that a mouse would be better staying far away from that place. <laughs> and that's Excellent. a lame wrong. answer. Uh, no, Woody, really, that's no. a great answer. That, mo- that mouse would have been fine. He
4: didn't even answer the question. He's talking about the mouse. The mouse wasn't the subject. I'm
3: like, Yeah. See, none of the answers about were, about were the very helpful. Didn't Everybody just leaves the mouse, the mouse behind. Yeah. I
1: feel like there's more rats in New York City than mice, anyways. Yeah.
5: But one like another. Were there, were there any answers that just said
2: no? Um, I don't know. See, this one says hypothetically, would time traveling back to 2012 be a long time ago? It depends on what your definition of a long time ago Well, is. also, why do you have to time travel to 2012 for it to be a long time ago? I think like, I mean, why is
1: time travel, like, the important part in this question? I think the more important part <laughs> is that this guy this guy made sure he put the word hypothetically in front of it, so you definitely know this guy has something in his garage that he considers to be a time machine. He's <laughs> <laughs> just like, before I try this, what, what are the repercussions here? I'm just trying to hunt that guy down, figure out where he lives,
4: and go, go mm-hmm. with it.
1: The other thing I've been getting into is uh, urban exploration videos, specifically uh, ones by this guy named the Wanton Don on YouTube. And he does this one in Las Vegas where he goes into the tunnels underneath all the casinos. There's like 600 miles worth of tunnels underneath like, the Las Vegas Strip. And apparently there's like a charity that he works with called Shine a Light because there's so many people that live underneath these tunnels this charity, their goal is to like bring as many people out of the tunnels of Las Vegas as possible, and like get them to homeless shelters and stuff like that. But there's like a lot of people underneath that are like on probation, and if they come out, like they're gonna be like arrested immediately, and so like they'll never come out, which I just think is crazy. Some people have been down there for like nine years. There's a guy that's been down there that long, and I'm sure there's probably some people that are even more hidden that have been back there even further. I think they
0: were saying that like cops won't even go in there. Yeah. Like cops yeah. will
1: shine a light in, and so they'll put like a little
0: reflective thing so. Basically, it looks like nobody's back there. Like, it just keeps going. And so, that. but there's this whole network of people that have built houses out of driftwood and plywood and stuff under Las Vegas. Yeah. And it's wild. And I was watching that same uh, same documentary, and they were talking about how there's, like, there's a heroin tunnel, and there's, like, a cocaine tunnel. Like, like a and meth you don't, tunnel. Yeah, yeah. And a meth tunnel, and you don't mix them. It's just, it, it's really a wild thing.
1: Isn't... <laughs> so, Alex just showed <laughs> us a image of a monkey wrench.
2: It, it The the question, I'm still on Yahoo Answers. Um, someone asked, I bought this hammer, and it works okay. but I'm a hard time getting the hang of it. And someone helped me figure it out, and it's a wrench. The best answer was, it's not a hammer, it's a screwdriver. <laughs> and then he later responded, I tried that, but it ended up going through the window on my door, and I tried to hang it up. I'm getting closer, though. Thanks for the advice. Oh, man. I don't know why I didn't know about this before.
0: This just changed your life. So, how's everybody doing with social distancing so far? I don't feel very distant, I'm going to be honest. I feel like
1: everybody's just hanging out outside. (laughs) Stay six feet apart. This is actually just a big conspiracy by the hammock industry. Yeah,
0: you're telling me I walk right next to somebody on the sidewalk and I'm safe from Corona? You're telling Um, me you walked into
4: Chipotle? You (laughs) went to the Chipotle line you got Chipotle with a homeless dude, and you think you're coming back in here scot-free? Hey, man. He's a good dude. One. Chipotle, I'm not talking about him. Second of to all, to no, 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 no. Let me. Let me justify Chipotle.
0: myself. Chipotle's delicious. Second of all. Facts. And facts. third not of hard all, hard it's, if it's all a conspiracy, it don't matter anyways. You're right. you right? Know, yeah. You want to risk our health for that, can, that No, conspiracy. I came in, and I, I immediately went to the, to the uh How sanitizer. many things
4: did you lick while you were in there?
0: Three. That's it. I'm getting better. <laughs> no. It's
4: not
1: good no. <laughs> all right. Well, we, all we, while die. we start to avoid that, we're around like 20 minutes of uh, the banter we are section heck here. Yeah, we we are. So, you guys want to try to get into a little bit of content here a little bit earlier than next last time? Yeah. Mm. Let's let's yeah, go for we it. We can we'll, try it. We can attempt. Well, yeah, we can try it. All right. So, uh, Alex steered the ship last time. Uh, mm. I kind of decided that I was just going to kind of steer things, we'll see how long we go, but today was a very, very special day. There was a special and historical occurrence, um, which was Pope Francis walked out onto the front steps of St. Peter's Basilica in Rome and gave the Urbi et Orbi blessing to the entire world. Uh, Urbi et Orbi means to the city, the city being Rome, and Orbi being the world, so everybody. Then you guys get a chance to watch it or like some of the highlights of it or anything? Hmm.
0: Not oh yet. my gosh. No,
1: no, yes, no. Did you know
0: that our Wi-Fi network is Antioch or, or B?
1: B? Yep. Antioch wow. World. Come <laughs> yeah. on. Wow. Changed <laughs> my
5: life. Um <laughs> I I did read the, the translation of the the one speech he gave, but that's that's all I've done.
1: Yeah, so there was like a, a scripture read or there are two scripture readings, um, a reflection by Pope Francis. And there was it was actually super awesome, the beginning. It was raining in Rome as this happened. And it was 7 p.m., so it was kind of like dusk there, getting dark. And St. Peter's Basilica, if you guys have ever been or seen photos of the front of it, it's all the gray stone except for the building. So the sky's gray, the building's white, and then like the ground is completely gray too. But then you just see this slow-moving white cassock, and it was Pope Francis walking in the rain by himself, like a pretty long distance probably like 100 meters at least up the front steps of the basilica to where like his chair and there was like a covering over him waiting for him but it was just a very moving silence and i mean i was listening to like the ewtn broadcast but it was kind of like if you were there like no one would have been talking regardless there was no one in the square with him but he well monsignor guido the master of ceremonies was there but the holy Father's slowly walking he has some problems walking and just his movement up was very, very like, like, you're entering into prayer here. It was really awesome to yeah. watch that. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I just want to talk a little bit about papal blessings overall, and specifically at the time right now, uh, why today's blessing was so special. Uh, so, a blessing of the city and the world is normally not given, uh, just kind of all willy nilly. Pretty much now, the only time that's ever given by the Pope is on Easter and at Christmas. But the other time that it's given is on the day that a pope is elected. Uh, and at the end of the conclave, when he comes out onto the balcony and there's a cardinal and he's like, hey, everybody, the following, car- or the following person has been elected pope. And he says, habe mus papum, everybody cheers. Uh, and then the pope comes out and he's <laughs> wearing Papa. the white cassock, and it's the first time everyone sees the new Holy Father. So uh, those are the usual times that this specific blessing is given. But what's cool about this blessing is that it's tied to a plenary indulgence. So, uh, I don't know how many of you guys have heard of that before. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. I. Alex, you want to go into a little bit into what that is? Me? Yeah. Oh, not?
2: wow. Okay, let's wow. Google this and find the
1: definition.
0: Wait, well, while he's Googling it, can you explain why it was so significant that he came out and did that blessing today?
1: Yeah, so people? a big part of it is the fact that there are no public sacraments pretty much in the entire world at this point. Um, usually this blessing, especially having a plenary indulgence tied to it, is only given on like the like specialist of days, Easter, Christmas, and on the day a pope is elected, and that would be like the first time he yeah. ever gave it out. So that being said, having the ability for him to give this specific blessing at a time where the entire world doesn't even have access to like confession or a lot of people don't have access to adoration... It was pretty much a statement of, like, hey, like, we're going through some stuff right now, and I want to try to give to, like, the church, like, as much as I can, and, like, have, like, the blessings of, like, the magisterium flow out as much as possible, like, through, like, have the Holy Spirit, like, is, like, a vitamin B12 shot, kind of, of blessing, if you will. Let's go.
2: Yeah. So... I actually already knew what this was. Come on! Now that I read it on the internet, um, mm-hmm, sure. So like uh, part there's like partial and plenary indulgences. Indulgences: a partial indulgence removes part of um, one's punishment per se due to their sins, while a plenary indulgence removes all of them. Um, and I they used to be measured in like terms of years. But that was more of just like to show like how efficacious it was, not necessarily because there's like years in purgatory because there's not. <laughs> yeah. There's not like time there. So like they've stopped, I think they've gone away from that because. Do you want to define like,
0: efficacious?
2: Efficacious is like how, um, effective. how effective it is. Yeah. Um, Sweet. So like, yeah. They were just basically, they're just using the years as like a relative term to be like, hey. This is like a hundred years, and this is like ten years. Just kind of show like this one like is better. it's weighted more heavily. Mm. It's Mm. weighted more heavily, but Mm. it was like an arbitrary scale because there's no time. Two
1: hundred years off purgatory, which like doesn't actually mean anything. There, there actually there there were are books um, that are tied to like some of like the prayers that are tied to those, and they will have kind of those measurements that would be like next to them. Um, Obviously, they're very rarely published nowadays. But they still exist. If you find an old prayer book, you can usually find those that will have some of those little listings in the margins there. But that being said, um, there are usually conditions that are applied to the plenary indulgence so that someone can receive it. So, in fact, in the past, it used to be that you had to be physically present there at St. Peter's Basilica in the square to receive like this blessing and to receive like the indulgence that came from it. So obviously today, there's nobody in the square at all. So people will be like, oh, why the heck did he do it anyways? Um, But back with now technology, now that, like, the Pope is able to, like, be able to, like, broadcast his words to not only those in Rome, but those across the entire world and different continents, and I guess, like, even on, like, the International Space Station or, like if you wanted to, or once Elon Musk gets his, like, stations going on Mars and everywhere, mm-hmm. uh, like, people there can, like, receive them. Built but, up solid Teslas. Yeah. There was, there was, um, I don't know if it was Leo the Thirteenth? it may have been, because I know he was the first pope that was recorded on video, but he was very specific in saying that anyone that listens to the radio broadcasts was able to also, like, receive, like, the blessing from him whenever there was a papal audience. And so now, uh, because of the fact that we obviously have, and the, the specific words that they use are uh, radio, television, and new media. They just use new media because they don't want to continue defining, like, oh, if you were Twitch streaming it or if you were Facebook liveing it. Like, they don't want to be able, like, they don't need to have to, like, say all those things. Um, but, you, like, you are able to end up receiving the blessing and, like, pray along with the Holy Father in those ways. No matter kind of how you received it is pretty much how it's been opened up mm. now. Uh, which is cool, too, especially because it's Irby at Orby. So it's the city and the world, not just the people in that happened to hear it or were present yeah. to see the Holy <laughs> Father. Yeah. So
0: you're saying if I have it, if it's on YouTube and I go back every day,
1: I can receive So, okay, it. so no. no. Mm, um, no. no. Mm. So there's a specific tie to this that you had to be praying today for the intentions the Holy Father set forth. So that mm. being said... There are normal conditions, and the three normal conditions to receive the plenary indulgence would be uh, confession, communion, and praying for the intentions of the Holy Father at that time. So today, obviously, we can't really get to confession as easily. We probably can't get to communion as easily unless you're a part of like a religious community or something. Um, but you can always pray for the intentions of the Holy Father. That's something that everyone has the power to do. And so they even mention at the end of the EWTN broadcast, uh, they're just like, yeah, if you pray at all for this or prayed along with it, that would satisfy. If you pray a rosary, a uh, divine mercy chaplet, stations of the cross, any sort of devotion along with it, that would also apply towards that It like later. So they said those joining us in spirit today, it's kind of what they said. So if you're at work, because it was at 1 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time, mm-hmm. and you couldn't watch it live, there, I guess there is, the but if you prayed today for it and you knew it was going on, but say like five years down the road, if you just kind of like a oh, time, for, I want another plenary indulgence, <laughs> and I want that papal hey, blessing on me. I I, I don't believe that it, that would hold up theologically. Yeah.
0: All right. Cool. Well, yeah. I'll give it a shot. I'm gonna try it once a year, <laughs> every year, same day, same time. Wow.
2: But so the cross that they that they had there has like special significance because it's also linked to a past pandemic. Correct. I forget really? which pope. Basically, during, I think there was a Black black Plague was in, it was in Rome, and the the Pope at the time, uh, per, like, processed it around the city, I think, and was, like, praying. I don't remember all the details. I think it was, I mean, I'm sure it said it somewhere in the article, but I think within, like, four days, like, the plague was, like, gone from Rome.
1: Yeah, so, like the cross is the San Marcello Cross. Okay. Uh, and from what I remember, it's called the Miracle Cross of San Marcello. And there was actually a fire that like burned down like this church that it was in, uh, and the cross stayed standing through the fire. And there was one candle that was underneath it that remained lit throughout the entire time. Everything like everything was burned down around it, but it was this crucifix. Um, and if you were to look up photos of it, the San Marcelo Al Corso is like the full name of it. But if you were to look it up, like you'd see, it's a very old like carved wood. And there was uh, on Twitter, there was like a big deal about it a couple days ago because of the fact that it was being moved from the church where it's usually held, and it was being moved to St. Peter's Basilica specifically so that the Holy Father could pray, um, and that it would be there for him to pray in front of it. And that being said, after uh, after the basically the prayer service of the blessing, the Urbi Orby Orbi blessing, the Holy Father went up and he venerated the crucifix, um, and he spent a significant amount of time actually, just like looking up into the eyes of christ uh on the cross and the the wood itself of the carving has the like blood like all painted into it um and i i'm pretty sure they also said that any pope that has ever used it for any sort of like prayer devotion anything kind of like how pope francis did their name is actually like been engraved on the back of it It
2: says since 1650, the crucifix has been carried to St. Peter's Basilica during each holy year in Rome. Yeah. So if you're a pope during that holy year, you have your name carved in the back. And it's basically, I think it's to, it is to, like, commemorate when they processed it during, in the city during, it was 1522.
0: Yeah. So. Wow. It's a gorgeous crucifix. It's worth looking up the San Marcello Al Corso crucifix.
2: Yeah. And there was also a Byzantine icon there too. Was there any significance to that, or was it just yeah? So of our uh, of our mother.
1: The um the specific uh icon that was there was I believe it was our Lady of like the protection of Rome, or, like the health okay. of Rome. But Pope Francis will actually it's usually at um, the Basilica of Saint Mary Major. And he'll before he goes on any sort of apostolic visit. So say like Pope Francis were coming to the United States, like he did when he went to Philadelphia, he will go to St. Mary major and he will pray before that icon for protection of Rome while he's gone. And then immediately upon his return, that will be the first place where he goes. He'll go back to St. Mary major and he'll pray again for like thanking her for like the protection of Rome while he's outside of the city. And I just, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, there's a couple other, like, there's these things on YouTube called British film ro- roles, film reels, and it's, like, old nineteen like, forties like really, really old uh, film reels from, like, Britain. It's, like, from the BBC, and there's one. I don't think it's the same icon, but it, made, it reminded me of it, but it's, like, this guy speaking in a British accent. Maybe, like, Alex can do it for us here if he wants to, mm. but this guy, uh, like, the announcer's, like, it was at, like, the proclamation of, like, the Immaculate Conception, and they process with, like, these big Marian icons, and it's one of those big ones that's, like, it's, like, six feet tall, like, three feet wide, and he's, like, and here they come now with the icon of Our Lady, and, like, processing out into the streets of Rome, and, <laughs> yeah, I don't
2: think I can do the accent that way. Just give it a shot. All right. Give what, it a shot for our say? listeners. I don't think
1: I can do it that fast, but I can, I can do a pretty and, good accent. And here we are, and them processing out the
2: icon. Pre- processing out the icon. Of our lady. Of our lady. Into the streets of Rome. Into the streets of Rome. All right. <laughs> <was> Wonderful. Right. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, I can do this for the rest of the, uh, the podcast yeah. if you'd like. <laughs> yeah. we, Rother, say we, Rother, love, Rother. we may have, guys, we may have to support to, you. I just if want to point out back. that rather is the correct way of <laughs> pronouncing. Yeah. it. that's right. enough. That's enough. No, no, right. that's
0: about, no. you can't. We're me. not. I'm not even gonna. Uh, that's like negotiating with terrorists when when you <laughs> say it's rather rather
2: than, it is rather rather we've, than had,
1: rather. we've had two mentions of. Boom! One of I looked this up on YouTube, on YouTube, not YouTube. YouTube,
2: ready.
0: You awesome. better play it loud. Do that. Say it again.
2: Play it again. He's gonna say it again. Braza. Boom. Right. Wow. That's, he said it with a British accent. Though. Yeah, they invented the language. No,
5: but yeah. no, Yes, no. they did. You no. guys do plenty wait, wait, of wait. stuff what you guys oh, missed uh, was about an hour earlier when Alex was looking this up, and the first thing he played Because had the, it was <laughs> had the pronunciation in the American way. Rather. Because
2: and he it spent sounds several more minutes saying searching brother. for the british pronunciation i didn't spend se- i literally looked up and right, saying british that there is and only, only one correct way no it's you can say you know that the correct pronunciation of puma is actually puma oh no it stop is. dude it is. no on. i learned that from my latin teacher it's, what
0: this is america yeah. we puma. pronounce things wrong and we sales. know it
3: Versailles.
1: Versailles. <laughs> or wait, or Rushi, 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 Ohio? Wait, yeah, we want Isaac to go through this real quick. Isaac, oh, give gosh. some backstory to what you're going to pronounce and then tell us what they are. So, like, tell uh, us.
3: So us... This is just like towns from Western Ohio that are spelled exactly the same as many places in, like, uh, Europe and Asia, but are pronounced completely differently. So, like, Rushi, Russia, Versailles, Versailles, um, uh, Houston. Houston. Uh, What's the actual... Thing? Houston. Yeah. Do people say Houston? Wow. Maybe. Uh,
4: yeah. I've heard that one before. <laughs> they call it Houston. Mm-hmm. Houston, Ohio. Yeah. But it's... Egypt's Egypt spelled... Oh, yeah, Egypt. Well, Egypt's just Egypt. Actually it's actually like Egypt, Egypt.
3: That's That's Egypt. yeah. That's good. Uh, Milan. 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 When they say Lima. Oh, Lima. Yeah, Lima. Instead of Lima. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 All right, all right.
2: Here's so,
3: here's, here's Google. Or, okay. Rather. It's... it's wait, 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 wait. Shh, shh.
0: Rather. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Rather.
1: <laughs> all right, all right, I'm done. So Brother. Circling back here. So actually, uh, these blessings that the Holy Father gave out, specifically ones tied to, uh, like, plenary indulgence, were, they kind of started after, um, like, the fall of the Roman Empire. So, like, 400s is when the popes, like, started, like, writing about these and, like, talking about, like, oh, like patriarchs from Rome and like anyone kind of like bishops should start giving out these blessings like a little bit more or like talking about them. But it wasn't until like the 1300s that they became like formulated. So specifically today, Pope Francis prayed a litany, which was like a litany for supplication, which I googled the words to it. I went and re-listened to the broadcast and I couldn't find this litany anywhere. So I think there's a good chance that Pope Francis had it authored specifically for today um but pope gregory the great during like the black plague and like the 500s um pope gregory the great had uh this like sevenfold litany prayed as he processed around rome with the blessed sacrament and it was from like the byzantine like the eastern tradition of the church uh but like the sevenfold litany and it was kind of like a mini version of what pope francis or pope francis did a mini version of that today there were like seven responses uh, that were there, and it was like, mm-hmm. like Christ, like hear us, Christ save us, Christ, like our love is for you, those type of responses, um, and basically for the prayer of like remission of like sin, but as well as for like the healing of him as like the divine physician. But that being said, these blessings used to also be a lot more frequent, and they used to also happen in a lot more places. So as I mentioned before, right now they kind of only happen on like Easter and Christmas, and on the day of coronation or kind of when the entire world is going down the tubes like it is right now, and the Pope needs to come out. um, Those are kind of the only times that's done. But before, there were actually three places where they were usually done, kind of four if you include one of the, like, asterisk wild card places. But Mm -hmm. the Vatican, it would be done on Holy Thursday, on Easter, and on the feast day of uh, the Saints Peter and Paul. So at St. Peter's Basilica, it would happen there. But then it would happen at St. John Lateran at the Feast of the Ascension and as well as the enthronement of the Pope as the Bishop of Rome. So if we go back to like a Pope newly elected, he comes out on the balcony and he immediately gives this blessing. And like say you live in Rome. All right, you get that plenary intelligence there. Now, like a week later, they'll have this like him like becoming enthroned as like the Bishop of Rome, which the Cathedral of Rome is actually the Basilica of St. John Lateran. So, you just go over to the Basilica of St. John Lateran, like, the next week, or usually it would be at, like, some other feast day they would, like, move it to. And then, like, just to show up there again, he would do the same exact thing, like, very soon after. So, it used to be a little bit more frequent um, how they would do them. And then there was also one more um, in celebration of Our Lady at St. Mary Major on the Feast of the Assumption. Uh, the Holy Father would also usually do one. Mm. Yeah. So that's kind of rather <laughs> close that. Those, those are most of my notes that I have on the, the Irby at Orby blessing uh, that we saw today. And you guys can I highly recommend you guys Google, go look it up, uh, go see the video. There's a probably there's a recap on the EWTN uh, Facebook page and on the YouTube channel. We're not sponsored by EWTN or associated with them in any way. but Not yet. They're, but they're, not they're yet. Like
0: to be. They just pay us a lot of money to make each of these
1: podcasts. They were the only ones that had it with an English translation. Uh, uh, that I could find. So that was why. And plus the Facebook comments are usually gold. Uh, like reading the live comments come in during them. So that was fun to see. Who do you think writes those comments? I don't
0: know. Is it Sharon from the parish office? All right all right, all right, all right, <laughs> well, all
1: right. Wow. Yeah, any more thoughts on Irby at Orby?
0: Yeah, who's commenting on the English version when it's no, posted no. on
1: Facebook? <laughs> any other questions <laughs> besides that one? Like I
0: it's like a fair question.
1: I say, do you guys think that, like, the Pope should do it, like, more frequently? Or do you think it's good that he kind of, like, saves it for these type of situations so it's more powerful? Or, like, not that it's more powerful, but, like, it's more meaningful that it's being done now. I mean, I think it's...
3: Like it shouldn't be done that often because ideally you shouldn't
0: need it. Mm-hmm.
3: But, That's true.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. yeah, I mean, if you did it every day, it would it would lose some some bit of its. Um, I guess like the beauty of the pope saying that saying that prayer and giving this indulgence, like yeah. Then you you're basically in the Middle Ages where you're buying indulgences. You know, I mean, if you're giving it every day, so I think it's. not not exactly but what I'm saying is that it just loses its value if it's used too much and I think now is actually I I think it's a beautiful time for the Pope to do it especially in the midst of just the world's struggle to understand there's just kind of a deep uh, loneliness that's going on there's a deep um, just kind of like fear and hopelessness I think in a lot of places and so I would say it's like now's a now's a great time to do it, and if the Pope was just sitting here dropping them all the time, I don't think it would be. I don't, know, I don't think it would be worthwhile. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think the Pope. Like,
5: I guess my thoughts on it. Like earlier today, was to me it seems like that the Pope has put like a great deal of like prayer into this situation and like reading his homily. It seemed like very prayerfully put together, and I think that like this decision and. Actually, just like in a lot of the ways that the Pope has been acting recently, I think I think he's actually been doing a good job, on like as the leader of our church. Um, so that that's what my thoughts thoughts were on the situation. But mm-hmm. I'm
0: proud of my, my Holy Father. Hashtag mm. my, pope my Pope. Hashtag that's <laughs> my Pope. Yeah.
1: Bye-bye. No, yeah. I thought that. Um. Again, the visualization, and if you look at the video of Pope Francis walking out and like St. Peter's Basilica is like the open like courtyard area, if you will, like it's like pretty big. Like it's like, I'd say probably at least a hundred yards from the actual doors, probably 150 yards from the doors all the way to like the end. It's probably bigger than that. Actually. I'm probably underestimating it. It's, I mean, it's it's like big. you can yeah. fit like 200,000 people in like that square or something like oh. that. if You really pack them in. Um, but like, just like this visualization of him walking pretty much halfway across it in the rain no umbrella or anything just him walking out in the rain up the stairs like it was it set the mood almost perfectly and like it was actually raining in columbus at the mm. same exact time as this is going on so i'm sitting in the study room watching it and i'm just kind of like oh yeah like this is mm. like there's like aesthetic let me tell you it it hit the aesthetic yeah, it's kind of nice aesthetic yeah exactly has got a nice
2: aesthetic were you looking for
1: the, the closing prayer, or were you looking for the... the litany of supplication. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. that's not online. Yeah, there was, there was a priest from the Diocese of Cleveland that tweeted out asking if anyone knew where it was. Me being the, like, internet guru that I am, I thought that I was going to be able to find it pretty quickly on some website. And I kept on, like, searching. I went back to the video, searched, like, all the specific words. And, like, the beginning part of the litany is, like, very much tied to the creed, um, like the Nicene Creed. But then, like, the end of it was pretty much basically all, like, petitionary for, like, time of, like, pestilence and stuff like that. So, I thought Hmm. that was really cool. Hmm. Like, I think it was probably written, like, maybe by the Holy Father or, like, him and, like, just, like, some of his advisors for specifically for today. So Yeah. That's awesome. We just topped out at 44 minutes. Well, We're like, do you gonna, want more topics? Oh like yeah, come yeah, on. Mm, mm, we got, we got well, all night. Let's um, dig a little deeper. Wow. All right. Mm. Sweet. Let's, let so us dig in. If Chanderson. you guys
2: enjoy um, martyrs and Jesus, then we got a great topic. Um, so for this Lent, I've been reading um, "Sadness of Christ" by St. Thomas More. Um, so he basically he goes into a lot of stuff. He basically looks at Christ um, in the garden and, like, breaks down literally line by line and will write, like, a page or two two or three pages about, like, a line. Um, and, one of the, and one of the lines that he talks about is, like, the emotions of Jesus. Um, he's, like, he's just talking about, like, Jesus, like, had human emotions. So, like, when he is in the garden, he's, like, my soul is saddened unto death, like, that's actually, like, not a bad thing. Yeah. Um, because he is both fully man and fully God, he's allowed to have those emotions. And he actually goes deeper into that where he, because later, earlier on in the, in the gospel, Jesus, like, tells people, like, don't be afraid, like, when these people come to, to um, like, take you away and then when they persecute you. He's like, well, some people would say, like, Jesus... In this moment, when he's finally, like, the time has come, he's getting persecuted, and now he's, like, afraid. Yeah. And what he says is, like, that's actually not a bad thing. That's good. He shows an example to others that um, of how to go to your to your martyrdom, to um, things like that. So he says, in in there, he, he kind of, like, Praise unto Him! He's like, O faint of heart, take courage and do not despair. You are afraid, you are sad, you are stricken with weariness and the dread of the torment which you have been cruelly threatened. Trust me, I conquered the world and yet I suffer immeasurably more from fear. I was sadder, more afflicted with weariness, and more horrified at the prospect of such cruel suffering drawing eagerly nearer and nearer. Let the brave man have his high-spirited martyrs. Let him rejoice in imitating a thousand of them. But you, my timorous and feeble little sheep. Be content to have me alone as your shepherd. Follow my leadership. If you do not trust yourself, place your trust in me. See, I'm walking ahead of you along this fearful road. So basically, what he's saying is, when Christ says, "Don't be afraid," he's not saying that it's like you can't like fear what's about to happen, but don't let that fear like take over where you're actually like gonna do something that harms your faith. Sure. Yeah. In that moment. So like Saint Paul. <laughs> talks about like he escapes he runs away a few times from people like they are trying to get him but that's not because he was like trying to escape his death but because he knew that he had more to do yeah and Mm -hmm. when he finally knew that his time was done then he's like all right i'm gonna go to jerusalem now's my time and everyone's like no don't do that
1: um literally like if possible like dude you're crazy don't don't go back but he's like well no i'm going to yeah yeah Yeah. and he goes anyway (laughs) No, that's cool. Um, that actually reminds me of something. Isaac, can you stand up and take off your jacket? <clears throat> and Paul, can you read Can you read the back of Isaac's shirt? Well, oh, it says Seagrass. <laughs> yeah, all right, it's, all right, it's, below That's below. all it uh, says. So <laughs> I know this is bad radio. So Isaac is wearing, it's your cross-country shirt, right? yeah. yeah. And I read the back of Isaac's shirt earlier today as so he was doing dishes. And this, like, immediately when Alex was talking about this, it reminded me of the back of the shirt.
5: All right, so it says... Strength doesn't come from what you can do, it comes from overcoming the things you thought you couldn't.
1: Yeah, like, that That immediately, like, that was exactly what my mind was geared toward, like, the thought of, like, overcoming some situation, like, you're going to be fearful in those moments, but at the same time, it's like, hey, I may not be able to make it through, like, this torture, (laughs) but at the same time, like, I'm going to conquer it in a different Mm -hmm. way, and Mm -hmm. that's immediately... Thanks cool. for uh, being the yeah. standing up and taking off the jacket Isaac, but I that, forgot what that quote was. That was. I was gonna ask you about it, so I thought it was better to have Paul read it actually, yeah. just in case. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. No, that's awesome. Yeah. That's so
2: cool. Yeah. And he goes on to say like his agony seems designed for nothing more clearly than to lay down a fighting technique and a battle code for the faint hearted soldier who needs to be swept along, as it were, into martyrdom. Wow. Um, oh my gosh. Wow.
0: Yep. The faint-hearted cho- soldier who's just gonna get swept along in the martyrdom. <laughs> I hope I, I don't mean, just get swept along in the martyrdom. See, I'm gonna to be honest. Fair, I he like, was, so he was thinking kind of... a lot
2: about martyrdom. He was literally yeah. writing this in jail, waiting to be executed. Holy um, cow! Which another interesting fact is during like the English Reformation, you know how many bishops stayed with the Catholic Church and didn't break away? How many? Any one. one. Yeah. His name was John Fisher. And he was imprisoned in the same, like, like, prison as St. Thomas More at the same time. Um, they weren't in the same cell, whatever. But the funny thing is, is he was supposed to be executed on St. John the Baptist's feast day. Like, the day that, like, he's, like, named after him. Like, he took his name from St. John the Baptist. Wow. He was supposed to be hung, drawn, and quartered. But King Henry was like, no. Because, like, the people of London knew. They're like, wow, this is pretty ironic what's happening right now. Like, yeah. John the Baptist... Killed by King Herod for not letting him marry his brother's wife, his dead brother's his,
1: wife. Wait, well... Or uh, something like that. He was killed because the, the wife's daughter came to him, and he said, so Anything you give me, or anything you want yeah. from me. Because she, the exact wording is, she danced in front of him, or something like that, and he gave him such joy. Yeah, However yeah, you want to yeah. interpret that, uh, he's like, I will grant you any request," And then her mother said... Uh, Asked for John the Baptist, but I think platinum. he was originally in
2: prison because he had said something about his marriage. Oh, okay. that's that, why the mother. Yeah, heard. he okay. was executed okay. because of that. Yeah. But like the people of like London were like, yeah, this seems pretty ironic. The king is executing a man named John because he doesn't want to do something. <laughs> so you know what he does? He moves his execution date to the day before, and then beheads him instead of hanging. T- Wow. (laughs) It's, like, exactly the same way that St. John the Baptist was martyred, And, like, literally, like, I think three or four days later, he's, like, declared a
1: saint. Which was, like, an interesting side note. You know, like, oh, sorry, go ahead. I should say, like, think about that's at a time in history where, like, most, like, England was considered part of Christendom. Like, at that time, I think you could say that. So, like, everybody was, like, woke to this. (laughs) <laughs> They're like, yeah. hey guys, this <laughs> like everyone's kind of freaking out a little bit. Like these things are lining up in this strange way. That's really interesting. Yeah, you
2: know? yeah. I just like discovered that when I was um, doing a little more in-depth research into um, St. Thomas Moore, who's kind of a baller. Um, yeah, just the way he writes in prison, like it's amazing. Like there, there's another part I think I've told you guys before, but he's like writing a prayer in his like he's writing a prayer. Or something, of, something like that. And he's like, I would write more right now, but all I have to write with is a piece of charcoal. Yep. So I can't. But just like, he he was in prison for like a year. And he spent that time like reflecting <laughs> on like what is about to happen to him. He's staying, he's like spending that time like just continuing to like grow in his faith. Like I think they were talking about like he was like pretty at peace with, was where he was at. Like,
0: I, I imagine after a year of sitting in prison and just being like, "I'm gonna die," you like, you have to become okay with it. Otherwise, you live in a constant state of paranoia. I what I think of, and this is this is a terrible comparison, but some some <laughs> listeners will probably be able to relate in the way that when you're in like high school and you're. You're like dreading athletics, or this was my experience. I had athletics like the last period of the day in high school. You mean like PE? Yeah, no, like like football practice oh, where yeah. I, where uh, I knew I was that's terrible. Well, yeah, that was it was a class that led into yeah. an after school practice, which was which was a blast except for that you knew you were going to get crushed in 100-plus degrees for three, three-and-a-half hours every day after school.
1: Wait, did that count for your guys' like PE
0: credit? Oh, it did count for our PE credit. I was going to say, yeah, okay, yeah. that makes sense. That it didn't count as school. Yeah, it didn't count ours either. But the best part... Texas parts, public school. Oh, dude, Texas public <laughs> school, wonderful. Ten out of ten, do not recommend. Wow. Um, it, no, it's, it was actually great, but the experience that I'm comparing it to is that You come to school at 8 a.m. and you're like, man, I'm gonna have athletics at the end of the day. And then you eat your lunch with athletics in mind. And then you find yourself in this constant state of like perpetual fear of of I'm gonna throw up my lunch every single day. And then like one day you're just like you just kind of admit it. You're like, Oh, I'm gonna suffer. And I'm I'm actually like, I'm okay with that. And that's what I ma- that's what I imagine happens after a year in prison. Is the first week you're like I'm dying, and then second week you're like Take me, <laughs> take <Yeah>. me, <laughs> do it. Oh yeah, you know? he,
3: was,
2: he was ready to go when he was lined up to to the chopping block. He's like he's like I die the king's good servant, but
1: God's first. Yeah. And that's like the last thing he said
2: before he was executed.
1: So, uh, have you guys ever seen the movie A Man for All Seasons? Yeah, yeah. It's an all-time it's a great movie. Gray movie about St. Thomas More. Was this uh, about St. Thomas More or St. Thomas Beckett? St. Thomas More. Oh, okay. yeah. all right. I Googled to make sure. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I was <laughs> like, yeah. They have, like, ironically similar stories. Yeah. They're both killed by a king named Henry. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, I just remember this, this movie <laughs> is literally on the list of, like, the church's, like, recommended movie list. So that's really? actually a thing. Like, there is a recommended movie list by the church, and it is one of them on it. Because it's so good. But yeah, It's, wild. like... I mean, like, Rod Tomatoes, like, 83%. Like, wow. And, I mean, the only critics against wow. there are probably the guys that are just, like, the Anglicans in the group. But whatever. <laughs> hey, yeah. He's yeah. venerated as a St. Anglican. <laughs> which church, is very which ironic. Which is weird. But yeah. yeah. All right.
0: Here's my question. If you're going to get martyred right now on the spot, Toph, what's your last words?
4: My last words? Hillshire know. Farms, go no. meet. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea.
0: Get some. My name is Toph Harmon. Saint yeah, get song.
2: Saint <laughs> <laughs> that song's shot. I sure.
0: knew this would happen. <laughs> I don't know. What do you say there?
2: I don't think you're supposed to have a pre planned yeah. phrase. Isn't there, there's kid some, kid wait, martyred. there's some scripture about that, though,
0: isn't there? It's like. It, I have no idea where, is, where it's at. I want to quote I mean, it, but I just don't know where it's, it's at. About what where, you say when you're murdered? Well, no. God talks about like dying a, dying a holy, holy death and like not sitting there and planning out everything, but just actually, like, being guided by well, the this... Well, it says the bar, are you, you planning, planning you out what you No, I'm start. just, I said on the spot right now, tell me what it is. Isaac, go.
3: Uh, plant corn, get corn. Oh!
0: Wow. <laughs> See, that's a man who knows who knows what he likes. <laughs> oh, <my gosh>. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You're already done, man. At that point you've laughed Honestly, so long, they've already dropped the be,
5: gates. It might be better that way.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Paul just laughs his way to death. <laughs> and they'll, they'll, I'll just I'm
5: just gonna purposely avoid answering this
0: question. They're gonna write an epic narrative where they're gonna where they would say like
1: Saint Paul was up there and then he just laughed in their face. But actually, That's like a thing though, like a lot of Saints have been in like this constant state of like divine joy. Like as mm. they're close to death. I mean think about like Saint Lawrence as he's being oh, like grilled yes. and he says, Flip me over because I'm done yeah. in the side. Or like Miguel Pro is a more modern one who during like yeah. the yeah. revolution. Yeah, during the revolutions in Mexico he's just like last words before the firing squad is just, you know, come on, like Mom of like, Christ, yeah. King. Yeah, Mom the, Christ yeah. the
0: King. That's so it's just such a fire thing.
1: We're touching on about an hour here. uh Toph, you have a little bit of something prepared, too? No, I was just looking okay. up. I had the catechism
4: on, on indulgences. Okay. This, <laughs> but on. I think we covered it. I don't
2: think there's anything.
1: Dope. Anything else. Mm. All right, well, um, as we begin <laughs> to wrap up here, uh, we did receive some fan mail from our first episode, which is pretty sweet because we didn't really expect any whatsoever. Um, but that being said, we have some here. And this is the point where we put members from Caught Columbus on the spot. And so right now, I'm going to go ahead and put Paul on the spot here and read a message that was get delivered to us without a name. No postmarking on this. But it says, Paul, can we go to Kroger with you? We will stay inside the mandated six-foot social distancing radius. Hashtag ultimate fangirl experience. Now, that being said... Um, This note was given to us. It's very neatly written. Um, And also, if we diagnose this statement, it says, We will stay inside the mandated six foot social distancing radius. I'm assuming that it meant we will stay outside the mandated six foot (laughs) social radius. but that yeah, being, that's, all right, there is a lot of, not a lot, there's quite a few instances of um, whiteout, but they did not white that out, they, okay? Well, all I'm
4: saying is they did not white that out.
1: There's even a Chris Jenner quote in this lyric here, uh, or in this letter here. What? But that being, that being said, uh, Paul, are you accepting visitors to go on Kroger tours with you? Um, so, yes. <laughs> wow. Yes, I will say with
5: this letter... I do not know who these said people are, so I don't understand how...
1: Oh, well, uh, it's signed, your biggest fans. Yes. <laughs> they're safe. Wait, they're actually, safe. actually, it's fully no. signed, Jesus take the wheel, your biggest fans. <laughs>
5: wow. So, I will say yes. However, you asked this question without, without me knowing who you are. So, not sure how that's going to go down. I think anyone could claim they wrote this letter.
1: That's true. We That's we true. We need to well, through, like, wait, a no, test. well, I didn't read the full letter, so somebody could prove there's, there's that they wrote one there. of the other statements in here, because mm-hmm. there's other statements in oh, here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow! Yeah. Oh, so, for instance, doing. they asked Isaac oh. something. If maybe if they could prove what they wrote Isaac, uh, then they could, uh, you know, or what they wrote yes, about Isaac, looked, what, what they Kroger. requested from him. Yeah, then they Kroger, could get the yeah. Kroger experience. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Wow.
2: Wait, if I answer it correctly, do I get to go on the Kroger experience? (laughs) Yes. 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 Okay. By yourself
0: because Paul doesn't (laughs) want to go shopping.
1: That seems like less of a good deal. I was gonna go. go We're not gonna meet his friends
4: if we don't have Paul
1: there. Yeah, they're not gonna know who I am. Wow. So you're saying, Alex, you want to go on the ultimate fangirl experience for Kroger? (laughs) Yes.
2: I mean, <laughs> <laughs> why not? The way that you phrase that makes it hard to answer the question the way I want to, but I'm going to say yes.
1: Mm. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, Tof, you want to go ahead and read that little piece of fan mail that you're holding in your hands? Yes. Now, this one's from an anonymous, <laughs>
4: anonymous fan letter yes. we got. So, from, from Mr. Anonymous Hello, fellow brothers. Here. Uh, hope you all enjoying. The, this is a very small handwriting. Hope you're all enjoying your quarantine together. I just wanted to uh, send a quick note wishing you all well and thanking you guys for the hearty household meal. Um, I always have a blast hanging out with you guys, and hopefully, there will be more fun to come after these trying times. Each uh, enjoy each other for now. I'll touch base with you guys
1: soon. Your brother in Christ, Curtis Pearson. So we don't know who it was that wrote that. But, wow. Uh, wow. Whoever, what? there's some PSs. Yeah,
4: PS, uh, don't consider this as fan mail for the podcast. Okay. PSS, <laughs> this postcard also functions as a coaster. So thank you yeah. for the free coaster
1: anonymous person.
4: <laughs> Lastly, also I want, uh, I wrote this before realizing it didn't have a stamp, so consider this hand-delivered. Yeah, that was in
1: our mailbox. So first off, you... Anonymous person, you violated a rule uh, a federal <clears> law <throat> where you cannot put mail into mailboxes for the United States Postal really? Service. The other person, yeah, that's did a law. That too. Like you wow. know, it's like newspapers that's can never be it. put inside your mailbox. Oh, yeah. There has to be a separate box for them. I'm so, saying
4: that's really creative. Yeah. On on a coaster, right? Urban Chestnut cool. Brewing Company. Not sponsored. Well, Not well, sponsored. We could be are
0: definitely sponsored by Urban Chestnut. Urban Chestnut, if you
4: want to possibly sponsor us, just give us a call. Blake's number <laughs> is fifty thousand
1: dollars <laughs> per episode. You well, we'll we will not samples. pay you or, or just, or just <laughs> hams hams yeah hams. Isaac, did you have another piece of fan mail? <laughs> uh, I don't
3: think it's fan mail.
1: <laughs> that was just oh, but we got we, a loaf of bread. We need to give a big oh, shout oh, out. of big the, the biggest oh, of shout out. Okay, the women of both North and South Sienna. Yes, we thank you guys so much for the baked goods that you gave us. It was um, very good. It was something that, obviously, if you remember when I answered the door, um, I wasn't exactly expecting it. I kind of looked at the bag like it was a bomb. But that being said, it was not. It was the bomb. Wow. Wow. And so wow. thank you guys for uh, the goodies, the big goods. Uh, they have been fully, fully enjoyed by all the men here. They've actually totally been, totally they're, they're con- they've been totally... Yeah, they have both been totally consumed. They were murked. Like, Weird, <laughs> The babies Very that you baked
4: into the one loaf of bread was kind of weird, but... Can you give Can you me little, two? I found two. I Can found you give, two
1: of the babies. Give contacts. Give contacts. All right. Today. So there's
4: these little babies that you
1: normally... <laughs> 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 They're little
4: plastic dolls. Little plastic babies. Like an inch tall. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? No, a little we'll girl. Size of a quarter or something. But yeah, you yeah. put them in a cake for... What um, <laughs> is it girl. called? King cake for... Mardi Gras, yeah, and uh, one of our our sisters over in Seattle bought like a humongous bag of them and has been just dumping them and everything. She's not even here, so someone else decided to do it. Um, but anyways, I like we brought brought inside and immediately cut a piece and boom, there's like a baby right there. And then later I came back in the day, cut another piece, boom, another baby just sticking around. Right oh, out so you got both bed. of them? I brought both. <laughs> <of them. laughs> oh, Oh, wow. there's there's oh yeah. you
0: got oh, yeah. one. Today. I'm not gonna lie, I consumed a baby. I, uh, I know you did. Plas- you can't plastic
4: if you swallow that thing... It yeah, just happens. It
0: happens, dude. You take it too big of a bite...
2: You don't. You Do did you, did you not chew your food? That's like my no. like <laughs> Sophie.
1: If you guys know Sophie, that's my <laughs> Jack Russell Terrier pug mix. She's a frequent occurrence on my Snapchat stories. But she doesn't chew her food. She just swallows it. Well, it's <laughs> kind of a classic dog thing. So, uh, that being said, um, Sienna, for those of you that don't know, in case you're not associated with... St. Paul's outreach uh and anyway they're the one of the women's houses at Ohio State um and they're the one we share an alley with them and so uh our sisters there were ever so gracious and again Sister. just our thanks. So that being said um yeah we're open to more fan mail. It was uh, awesome reading it. All of us had a great time. Uh everybody was super excited. We we're like guys fan mail we put it on the refrigerator. Yeah. And all the fan mail is on our refrigerator uh mm. right now and, and the upstairs one too. Yeah, upstairs and downstairs refrigerators. Uh Fan mails yeah. all over them. So we appreciate it. Uh, we love your guys' responses. We love the feedback. Mm. Any other closing messages we have here?
0: Here's something else. If you have something you want the men of Antioch to talk about, yes, yes. submit oh. your ideas, possibly by fan mail. That'd be sweet. Possibly by baked goods with more plastic babies <laughs> in it. Or you can just shoot us a text, which is equally as likely and easy. Or Paul prefers email.
5: No, I prefer baked goods. There is almost a guarantee that we will talk about your topic. If it's yes. A, if it, it, if it's it, if it comes in the form good. of a baked good,
4: or if you yeah. bake the message in the baked good, holy even cow! I, I, guess,
5: I think we just talk about it regardless
2: of what format it no, came you, in. I know, but you you, you gotta give them. You, you, know you, you have to give the them. Our... Imagine this. Imagine <laughs> this. Our Bottle
1: of whiskey with oh. a note tied around it or something. Oh. Oh. No, 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 no! That would be wonderful.
0: You also can't purchase that for $2.50 at Kroger and bake it, but we do recommend. I mean, how much
4: do they want it, though? That's all I'm saying. Probably not that much. How much do they want to talk
1: about it? Yeah. All, right. Wow. That all said, right, that being said, all of our sources are probably Wikipedia or Yahoo Answers, so don't exactly take us as theologians, but take us as people pursuing the heart of Jesus Christ. For all of us here at Con and Columbus, I'm Matt Natowski. Thank you guys for tuning in. Good night. Good night. Good night. Okay,
0: Okay. Google Play, Jesus, take the wheel. No, he's got it.
1: Okay,
5: Jesus, take the wheel my now, now, now just push here it, it is forward. On Spotify. Paul, can you skip ahead to the good skip part? Ahead, part like we'll skip ahead, like 15 seconds. Why is it silent? And I'm Blake Rody, Uh, and that's Joe Farman. Here we go. Oh. Let's do another skit. She saw both
1: the last flash before her eyes. She didn't even have time to cry. She was so scared. She threw her hands up in the air.
4: Jesus, take the wheel, take it from my hands, because I can do this on
0: I own. I'll let it go.
4: Give me one more chance. All right, all right.
0: We're